0: running hot hold on i gotta do some adjustments do
1: some adjust adjustments okay i have my surprise topic so everybody we're doing the next two podcasts podcasts cats <laughs> that we're botting oh my land podcasts oh my <laughs> <laughs> podcasts podcasts we're doing is we're surprising each other mm-hmm do you have yours? I'm so I have been on bated breath. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm scared
0: too. Should I save mine and should you go first? No, I want you to go first. I don't oh. like surprises, so I want to know. Oh, okay. I have to find my my one little note that I made. Um, <laughs> she's got to have a note, people. <laughs> I do. It's really nothing. I just want to make sure I get the guy's name right because I'm actually going to share about someone else's podcast. Podcast. What the <laughs> heck?
1: <laughs> some podcast do you ever have you ever you listen to morbid because you told me to listen listen to morbid but they always say morbid at night this is what happens when we i know do podcasts in the evening is
0: that our brain has talked all day and like starts to moosh yeah we've already been moms teachers, teachers. uh i was spouses. writing today authors uh soccer moms what are the things that we did you see the rainbow
1: it was right over your house. You were the... you The were pot the, of gold? You are my pot of gold.
0: It it was right over the house. Like, for me, it was like... And it was a double one. And the single one was like neon. Yeah, it was I really kid super bright. It was like as if there was a filter. Except it was God's filter in my eyeballs. Do you want me to tell you the
1: Bible verse about Noah's Ark and the Ark? Because I do it with my kindergartners. Ready? Sure. When the bow is in the clouds... I will see and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature that has flesh on the earth. Genesis nine sixteen. Wow. It's super cute. We have like hand motions. When the bow is in, in the, the clouds. clouds. And we all painted rainbows oh. that Barb Pinkham found me at, at Martin's. You should have bought it when you saw it at Martin's. And, we, and then on the back, I wrote them all a message about
0: trust God's promises. It's true. I did as a girl, as a little girl. I found that a very comforting because the flood. When you read that story, it's really terrifying. It's. It I mean, good. a lot of the stories in the Bible are. Let's be honest, terrifying. It good. No. No. Mm-mm. And I once had. Burp. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, again. Um, drinking brought bubbly. To you by bubbly. Br- to you by bubbly. Um. Shoot, I lost my train of thought. Noah, the ark, animals, uh, and Noah. a little girl. Marine, as Scared. a little girl. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I was terrified about that. Like, oh, okay, I already said that. No, my one of my neighbors who was not a believer once told me years ago that Christians were the most violent people ever, and I was. And if you really read the Bible. It's true, it's pretty
1: intense. Life was pretty intense back then.
0: It was. I mean, it still is. Now I we're just. I still, now we're just mean
1: uh, in a different way.
0: Not right. Yes, we're much more civilized, sort of. Although we're a few tweaks away from being animals again, I think. I think so too. And was, I think the yeah.
1: bigger issue is just that, like, we're broken, and I think our culture, the Christian faith, shares that loud and proud. Because if we didn't see our brokenness,
0: we wouldn't see our rescuer. That's right. what I always say to my. Can, my kindergartners like yeah i just don't ever want to be known or mistaken for a pretentious christian because i'm very I have them listen that. to the podcast yes <laughs> yeah because yeah. that's think- not that's not real no that is not real. no
1: in fact our broken we barb always says shout out to barb pinkham That, um, church should be more like an AA meeting Mm -hmm. and that we, that, and that is true because we are all broken people who need support from each other Mm -hmm. and a place to confess and try to do better and lean into each other and knowing that there's a higher power that we are incapable of doing it in our own strength. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, that's really good. Actually, a good lead into my surprise. <clears throat> did I don't know if I sent you this? Oh, the, you did. The calm it down. Yes. Okay, so I am doing a mad shout out, and I'm going to link his podcast in our show notes, and I'm going to shout him out and tag him and all the things because I have a podcast crush on this guy. Oh, ladies, who is a a pianist? Just want to make sure I say that the right way. Pianist. A pianist. And he's a um, composer. And in the back of his podcast is called Calm It Down. He plays his. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could see Rachel getting all fangirl over here. I am. Closing her eyes. Keep going. Just, I'm just. Well, I'm just picturing listening to this podcast. It was a gift from the Lord because I am not in a great heart space right now. And you know this.
1: I do. And I love you anyway.
0: Uh, Thank you. And a lot of other people know it too because they just know me, and and they love you anyway. <clears throat> Most of them do. Some do not, and I, it's okay. I can't do anything about that part. And God loves me, and that's all I need. So, why am I hubby? And I'm pretty sure he loves me. And Amber's off on a mission getting paper towels. I'm sorry. Sorry. I literally just chucked the tissue box in the garbage the other day because I was sick of it because oh. it was ugly. So, Rachel, I'm sorry that you would only have paper towels. So anyway, I this podcast was – I don't remember how I – Oh, yes, you do. I know how you remember. Yes, it. Yes, I was at piano lessons actually and in like this little bit of time where I was getting back in my car after my own piano lessons where I'm trying to really press in and uh, as a 44-year-old woman go deeper into a skill that I've always had but never understood and I want to understand it and so that's why I'm taking lessons and it's – really hard but really really good. So anyway, I was climbing into my car and in the 12 seconds between when I hook cuz I get in my car and I plug my phone in so that it's always charged and so that that kind of is my music cuz I still for the love cannot figure out how to do Bluetooth in my car. Like it does it, pair the device and all the things, but I'm like it's too complicated. I'm just going to plug it in. So I don't know why I'm telling you this. Just keep uh, it, push forward, push forward this. okay. So in that Very short amount of time, NPR was on, and it was this man, Chad Lawson, talking, and his very soothing voice, which instantly, it was like a tranquilizer gun. It, like, tranquilized my heart space just hearing his voice.
1: Don't you love voices like that?
0: I do. I do not have one like (laughs) that. Me neither. (laughs) It, like, shot... Like this little dart of calm into my heart. I was like, ooh. And she was just... And then the interviewer was talking about... Asking him about his podcast that he does, which is becoming like this big thing that everyone loves. He... His mission is literally to talk about hard things calmly. And he keeps his podcast really short, which I appreciate. And we strive to do that, but we usually fail. Because like we just... 't are uh, a good time. We're not we're, here to... Yeah. yeah. We're here to entertain. We're here to entertain. To not stop entertaining. Please don't stop the music. <sighs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> anyway, I fell instantly in love with this podcast. And I looked it right up and I was like, Chad Lawson, okay. At Calm it down and went, listen to the one. And the, the one that I listened to that particular moment right off the bat was um called the iceberg of nostalgia. Yes. And did I tell you this what was you, you doing? Did. that I kind of just I won't go into that one because it's I would look it up and it's so so good and I he talks about how nostalgia is both good and bad and that if you stay In nostalgic places, too, too long, you can become depressed, and it was just kind of
1: like what you were talking about about losing your boys. A hundred
0: percent. Yeah, that's exactly really, really that was convicting. It was. It was exactly what I needed to hear, and he was like, "Yes, it's, it's good. It was good times. It was a really good season, but you can't stay there. Humans are meant to move forward." And we're meant to be in the present today, which is all God gives us. And that's a biblical thing. God tells us like all we have is today and that every day has enough trouble, which can I get an amen, of its own and that tomorrow will take care of itself. Now, he also does, I mean, he wants us to make plans and stuff, but not to the point where we're so devastated if those plans don't come true and then we don't trust him anymore. Right. But yeah, so that I would highly recommend that. Episode, although there was uh, so many of them, and I bet they're all just as good. But the one I also wanted to, because September is almost over. I never knew this, but September is um, National Suicide Awareness Mm. Month, and I don't want to go deep into it. But I list one of his one of his latest episodes was about suicide and how about we don't talk about it enough, and it's super. I didn't know that this horrifying statistic that twice the amount of people that are murdered commit suicide in our country. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. It was a horrifying, staggering statistic. And I was like, okay, that's not okay. And his thing, which I loved and which I wanted to shout out today for all of our listeners was how to potentially save a life. And it was so sweet and so simple. And he really believes that people commit suicide because they feel unseen and unwanted. Everyone needs to feel wanted and everyone needs to feel seen in order to feel loved. Like being seen for who we are and being wanted for who we are equals the feelings of love. Right? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? Yes. Yes, I would especially right through hard times and through confusing times and like the last couple of years like that so those statistics reflect a a rise in suicide and he says this really sweet question he's like we should all every chance that we get um, ask another person this qu- one question and then we need to just shut up and listen to them. And it is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how was your day? And he's like, and then just be quiet and let them think about it and answer it. And what you're doing is like you're giving somebody a, an open-ended question that they can't just say yes or no to, which doesn't evoke any feeling. Like you can say yes or no if you ask me a direct question and I don't have to think about it and I don't have to – it has no feelings that are behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just very matter of fact. Did you have a good day today? Yes. But he's like, if you put a boundary of like one to 10, now he never clarified what one or 10 is, but I'm guessing that if you said you had a one, that would, that would be a bad day I and a 10 so. would be a perfect day. So on a scale of one to 10, how is your day today? So my surprise question for you is oh. on a scale of, we're going to practice this. On a scale of 1 to 10, Amber, how was your day? I think my day was an 8.
1: I had a good day. Wow. Yeah. I'm fighting a cold or allergies or something, so I'm very tired. But we had a wonderful day at school. We, My students were such sweet little listeners. I had funny things happen, which <laughs> always makes me
0: like... Kindergarten's the funnest. I was gonna say that must be normal funny things because oh that gosh. age they're hilarious. They are
1: hilarious, and sometimes I just don't let them be hilarious because it can get out of control so quickly. So I try to like. But today we were doing blending sounds. they are learning how to blend, were w- sounds to make words. So we, every day we play games, and this like it'll be a treasure hunt. So I'll be like d e s k. And they'll go to their desk. And like, mm. so they're hearing the sounds, d e- s k, And then they run to it and touch it or p, n, sol. You know, like, mm. so they're learning how to hear and blend those sounds to make a word. Mm-hmm. Today we're animals. And I did, the animals were hilarious. So, you know, it was like d, a, g. And they'd all pretend to be dogs and they're barking and howling and all of that. <laughs> I did. Eh, And this little girl started flopping like a fish. <laughs> oh it was so funny. I literally lost like, it. I could not stop oh. laughing. I mean... <laughs> Oscar performance of a
0: fish out of water,
1: and I just was sitting there, and was like, "This is my job."
0: It's interesting that the fish she imagined is dying, like that's out of water. Like other
1: ones were like making fish faces or pretending mm-hmm. to swim. No, no, this one she was just flopping. Okay, I, I almost that's her died. Her memory of a fish. I almost died. So, like, yeah, it was a beautiful day. I got to come home mm-hmm. and lay down for a little bit before coming here. Um. Listen to some good podcasts, and, you know, it was a good day. That's I'm helping nice. Yeah. I, I'm i really blessed with great coworkers who are just so fun, and we went for a nature walk for the end of the day, because we could just tell all the kids were, like, mm-hmm. a little squirrely. I think there's mm-hmm. a full moon coming, and mm-hmm. we went out, and watching children, like, in nature is one of my favorite things. Mine, too.
0: They just... I miss my boys being little in the beautiful like walks that we would go on and them finding leaves for the first time and like picking them all up
1: and And my coworker Stephanie, shout out to Stephanie who teaches first grade, we went together and she did this thing where we had clipboards for like a scavenger hunt and she was like, Put your clipboards down now I have a watch for one minute totally silent and we're just gonna observe we're gonna smell we're gonna look we're gonna touch and these kids obeyed and they're like crawling and touching things and like it was so amazing and like I never do that well enough and we Mm. saw a snake and we saw birds building a nest and we Mm -hmm. saw like four butterflies it was like amazing so it was a beautiful day
0: I agree when you stop and Shh, that's really good and I think as adults we yeah, need to yeah. force ourselves to, I, I forced myself the other day I was feeling antsy and a little bit um, been struggling with a little bit of I don't know if it's depression or if it's just like Uh. I really don't know I made myself go for a walk by myself in through my neighbor's fields he's got hundreds of acres and fields and woods and a little pond and I sometimes feel scared in the woods by myself, but I like pushed past those feelings. Mm. Um And I sat down by the pond and was trying to access the, um the Walt Whitman part of myself who like loved just observing nature and like really soaked it up and noticed all these details. And it was really sweet and little birds that, once I had sat down for for a few minutes and was quiet, little birds were like hopping really, really close to me. And it is really sweet to like settle down and no, and to like purposefully notice things. Yeah. I, I feel I think like that's we what don't do the that day, very well.
1: That's why it made my day innate because it was a normal day. But I think mm. sometimes when we – I think today what made my day so what good – what went so well about it was I allowed myself to be present in it. Like I, mm-hmm. when I was in math class, we were in math class. When I, like I wasn't letting my mind go other places, you mm-hmm. know. We that's good. We were on nature. We did this hilarious little thing. Like we're learning. I teach history and I teach ancient history, so we were learning about the first writing. So I had terracotta clay and we made tablets and we. I have. Um, hieroglyphic stamps. Mm. So I went around and we found their first initial and their last initial and we pressed it in the hieroglyphics and then cuneiforms and they draw with a toothpick. And their little minds were just, they just eat that kind of stuff up. And Mm -hmm. they're so excited about it that I'm so excited
0: about it. I can't get enough of their excitement. I honestly, I told you this when I saw your classroom. I was like, I wish I could be in your kindergarten class. Like I wish I could be a little five-year-old girl in kindergarten again and, like, learn the way that you teach. It's a really... I'm really blessed. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I would really try gifted. to move their
1: bodies and, yeah, we just... It's been good. Mm. It's been good. Things are going good in my little fam. Wink, wink. So good. And so, you know, sometimes you just... I too struggle with worry and I too often am like, am I doing enough? Are my kids okay? Am I okay? Is Peter okay? Are we all okay? And then the moments when you see your children be their authentic selves and you get to pay witness to it Mm -hmm. is such a gift from the Mm -hmm. Lord. And it makes me remember, you know, like I was talking to Catherine this week and these years these older years right when they're about to you know i have a 20 year old who's out i have an 18 year old who's on her way to out i have a 17 year old and a 15 year old so like they're all setting they're preparing their wings to fly they're Mm -hmm. leaving the nest they're all these watching them prepare is a lot harder than potty training Like I didn't think it would be, but it is, it's a lot harder because you, Mm -hmm. you, they're their own individual and you, you can only do so much. You can only press in so much. Mm -hmm. And this past week I've been really blessed to see my children's character and all four of them are exceptional humans Mm -hmm. and they're figuring things out and hard things, hard things things. and they're Mm. loving each other and me so well. And I honestly, it's so hard because I'm a cookie cutter kind of gal. Like I want like my ducks in a row. I want, okay, you to be, to be clean and perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's messy. (laughs) But if you stay present, you'll see that the mess is, is left away. You could see the individual, you know, Mm -hmm. and I actually think Peter and I were walking and I think the mess makes it more divine. Mine are like whirly, twirly, Mm -hmm. amazing humans that I'm just really feeling honored to love. I'll have to
0: listen to this again when I'm not feeling honored. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, no, this is like really good because for the past couple of months, you've been really at a low point with your grandmother and with counseling and like it's been one hard thing after the other. And so that's great. I think counseling's working. It's hard work and it definitely is still a lot on
1: my brain and... But mm. I've been able to make some really great um, connections breakthroughs. and breakthroughs and mm. deep understanding and be able to just, when I feel upset, I'm allowed to be upset. and When I'm happy, I'm allowed to be happy. And I've never, I don't think I've ever done that as a human before. So Rach, mm. mm-hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10, how was your day?
0: Um... <laughs> I would say a seven. It was a lovely, quiet day. I'm always torn about the quietness. It unsettles me. And I'm the oldest of six kids. And then we had siblings. And then we've always had lots of friends. And we've always had big family stuff. And quietness I associate with um, laziness. Wow. And guilt. And I'm working through those feelings. Because like if I – so today – like if I have – out, if my boys were home and there was – they're doing their little things. You know, Sam's doing his thing with music and Henry's playing with Legos. I can judge and potter and even sit down and work on something and make myself a cup of tea and not feel guilty about it. But if my kids are gone – And the house is quiet. I get my house in order and make myself a cup of tea and sit down to work on something, like put my hands to something. Like today I worked on one of my books. I have like five that I'm working on. It's ridiculous. Of course I would do it that way. Like I can't just laser focus on one. I have to start five. But that's how I do paintings as well. I would rather do a dozen than just one at the same time, depending on my mood. (laughs) And so – yeah and but I'm really struggling with the the feelings I think part of that is that I grew up in a family where there may or may not have been, but definitely was some forced child labor <laughs> shout out to my dad who i love i had I had quotas as well, so but um, but quiet stillness wasn't really a thing and it certainly wasn't something that we were like taught to embrace or like enjoy or like given the skills to learn how to use that time without a guilty negative association right so I'm really having to re like I'm just struggling I actually don't even know how to maybe maybe Mr. Calm it down will have an idea about how I can change the narrative in my head that I'm being lazy if I'm just sitting mm. or if I that I'm being lazy if I'm in a house by myself and not like serving someone like my life feels like I should be serving somebody a lot often like that's my calling and actually today so yeah i mean you know me like my my one is probably even tidy. It's a tidy version of a of a bad life, and then my ten would be like I'm the queen, yeah, and that's my day. I get to be the queen, and so that's a really weird scale, right? Yeah, you have an it, ex- you have an extreme personality. I do. I'm very weird, and so and just broken all the ways. And that's f- what I love about you. Though. <laughs> so I don't think that's a bad uh, thing. I mean, I, I'm a 44 year old woman who literally just wishes that I lived in a charles dickens movie all the time except that i was the rich person like i want to be the the wealthy person not the homeless person that's suffering right. but i do want to help the homeless person but i want to look really good while i'm doing it yep. <laughs> and i want it to be all be filmed and made into a movie uh, right i love you i know i it's, crazy uh, just but crazy i do person. think it's
1: really interesting your idea of it would be good for you to press into that of to self-talk that you are not being lazy by sitting down in silence and actually challenging yourself to do it every day.
0: Like every day, sit. Even if you just set a timer, do it for 10 minutes. Well, I do have devotions now every day. I don't feel like I can live without it. And I think that that's a really good sign that I'm okay. Like God is jealous of my time. Yes. And I, I am embracing that, that like he wants to spend more time with me. He's always wanted to spend time with me. Like, he doesn't want to spend more time like that he's spending. He wants me to spend more time with him. Right. So that he can spend time with me. And so I'm just like, oh, but that means I have to be quiet because I can't hear him and I can't read the Bible and I can't read, you know, Bible study stuff. And a shout out to the Bible app, which I love because it's on my phone and I'm a typical american human where i just i i do have my phone in my hand a lot a lot more than i would even want to claim but so i love that i can do devotions on my phone and make images like i make if you look at my bible app feed it's like images because i'm such a visual person like i love to create something so i even can create a bible verse that i can share and like live in my ocd but still have it be devotions but i also do try to like Read and spend time, but I tell you what, it's a battle. Like, every minute that goes by, I'm just like, I should be doing laundry right now. I should really get up and wash that dish. I need to dust, I need to move the whatever from that room to this room and fluff the pillow over there. Like, and a lot of times, I can't even have devotions until I do all those things. Like, I'll, if I'm feeling especially OCD, I will get laundry started. Empty the dishwasher, fluff the pillows, get everything just so and then sit down. But I don't love that. I think it's better to like do see again, Mary and Martha. Which one am I? Martha. Um, Martha. Martha?
1: Yeah, she's the one I think so. We should
0: look that up. I you are the one who fluffs. <clears throat> I'm the one who sits. Exactly. And I and I and I it's like a even right now I'm like choking. I it's like a need. Almost right. to the point where I was like, should I be on more meds? I'm already on a lot of meds, but should I be on some Ritalin or something?
1: No, I think you just need to keep working through it.
0: Mm. I agree. I don't really want more, more drugs in my life, but I mean, if Shannon listens to this, which I think she probably will, she was our resident, uh, almost Expert. a doctor. She's, so that, good. Uh, she's just amazing. and I, If she was here, to be like, yeah, you need meds, honey. I think she would say something to the effect of... A little bit of, I don't know. I think I tried Valium once a long, 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 long time ago, yeah, wow. and it just sort of numbed me out to the place where I just couldn't have. I didn't have a brain anymore. I was like, I don't love that. Because even though I'm crazy, I'm still a good person. <laughs> right? Not a good. Not not good by uh, you know. I'm not. I'm a horrible person, but I, I'm not oh, killing any, gosh. anybody. Holy
1: cow. Yeah, I think I really do think you need to,
0: to, to press into that and and challenge yourself. Just Well, s- when I'm trying to think of why I was an 87 and not a 10 because it was a really sweet day, but it's because you weren't the queen. I'm not the queen, and also I had to leave my teenager at the soccer field with his friends, and I, I would rather be, you know, near my kid because I'm a really weird mom. But you found more out tonight that you didn't want to know. Yeah. yeah it I went deep good. into the. Ooh, yeah. We won't share that on the podcast. People might get <laughs> comfortable. I'm just that mother that's <gasps> there for you. Is that fair? Yeah, until, <laughs> until
1: the boundaries need to change. Mm
0: hmm it's leaving cleave for a reason there you're going to have to i think cleave as in cleaver as in he's going to have to kill his mom no
1: i don't that's not cleave and cleaver like oh. no but i do think that when your sons marry um
0: i'm, I'm going have to, to need therapy
1: you're going to no i feel like i just need to take you on a girlfriends trip someplace for a year <laughs> for at least their honeymoon so that you leave them alone <laughs> I pray. I receive.
0: I I, I pray for your future daughter-in-laws. No, yeah, you better <laughs> for all the reasons.
1: Where are we on time? This was really good. That was a good surprise.
0: Yeah, that was fun. I feel like we should do surprises now and then, just we say that about everything. I know we should do guys. Everything. We don't know what we're doing. Can we just claim? I receive, and somehow you still listen, and we're gonna wrap this one up because it's already and uh we like you a lot and we like you a lot we want to say bye Bye. if you think of anyone your mother your sister your bestie your mailman uh, the person who watches your kids after school just share this podcast today with a friend and we would be so so grateful thanks guys bye bye